Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeitgang, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 249 of The Daily Zeitgeist. It's also Episode 1, just so you know, because it is a Monday. It's a production of iHeartRadio, and this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Monday, August 8th, 8-8-2022. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic mm. day. You say, well, what is August 8th? And if my browser wasn't going to crash all the time, I would be able to reference this material much quicker. In fact, it has... Wait, now it's crashing again. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's Nash, It's International Infinity Day, not the car. Uh, National CBD what? Day. National Dollar Day. National Frozen okay. Custard Day. Okay, I like Frozen Custard. International We're Cat there. Day. Oh. I like cats. I like Frozen Custard. CBD, whatever. I go either way. What about you, Daniel? You like any of those? Uh, cats, Frozen Custard, all good things. How about... Sneak some zucchini. What the heck is this? Sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day. See, this is when those okay, weird this ones is, come this out. This is really, this is really getting to be too much. Yeah. We do not need all these national days. Things. Well, like every day should be one day. If we're gonna give it a day, come on. This is the custom national day complex that we're seeing. Industrial oh, yeah, complex yeah, yeah. Uh, at work in front of our eyes. Okay, who am I? I am Miles Gray, aka the Lord of Lancashire, Hideo Noho. Uh, mm. Don't have my singing voice on this morning, so I keep it to my usual moniker. 
Chris. But who am I joined by? Well, you kind of heard me evoke his name a second ago. It is oh. Daniel Goodman, but who is he? Oh, he is a fantastic host. He's a fantastic producer. What? He is a gamer. He is on hey, Twitch. Yo. Honestly, he's the man who even got me on Twitch. I'm I'm not I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it one hundred thousand with you. The only reason I do I Twitch that. is because of Daniel. Okay. Uh, all that to say, please welcome to the stage, Daniel Goodman. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Mr. Miles. It's a pleasure to be back. It's DJ Daniel, aka Laniel. Mm. as uh, my favorite Rocket League player is currently fighting for their life in the World Championships. And uh, I'm just praying little Daniel wins it all. And um, look, you, you, people know you from the Scrubs podcast. What, what, other stuff, what other stuff you got going on? Some gamery? You know, you know, uh, producing a podcast called Boss Level, also here on the iHeartRadio Network, oh. also producing the One Upsmanship podcast, oh. doing a little production work on the show Tongue Unbroken. Oh, an excellent show about language revitalization. Oh, that's Hune's show. Indeed, it's Hune's show. Yeah, Hune's, he's going to be on the show, I think, pretty soon. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. He's, what a, what a fantastic guy and what a fantastic podcast. Shout out X. Go listen to all the podcasts I'm working you on. Call him Go listen X? to Welcome to Our Show. I occasionally appear on that sometimes. What'd you say? You ever call him X? I should. Like DMX? I don't know if you... Because I'm like, I'm always like, yo, what's up? I, I, people don't know. I'm throwing up like the Bronx, like the Rough Rider X right now. Uh, exactly. They, anyway. they, they, they can't see a podcast, a classically visual medium. But yeah, no, they, uh, the X is... And the X is truly in the air right now. And a uh, shout out to X to the U, Hune. Yeah. Uh, and go listen to Tongue Unbroken. It's a great podcast. Go listen to all the podcasts. And then come watch me on Twitch sometime. Twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Dan. Okay, we'll do plugs later. Okay, look, we'll do oh, plugs okay, later. Yeah. Thanks. You know, don't, 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 be, don't be breathing up all the plug air immediately. Okay, uh, let's keep going. Who do we have in our third seat? Well, we have basically a legend in the podcast game. This is somebody who's had pretty much any position you've had in what she would describe, and I think most of us would describe as big podcasting. Maybe you heard of WNYC, where a lot of the GOAT podcasts emanate from. Maybe you heard of GOAT. Stitcher, where a lot of our friends have shows on that network as well. Maybe you know her work from, I don't know, Revisionist History, The Dream, or Bad Blood, if you mess with Elizabeth oh. Holmes. Please. Oh, and also, I'm, I would be remiss to not mention her latest show, Shameless Acquisition Target, about mm. podcast acquisitions in which... The aim is to sell out as quickly as possible and have the show acquired, which I think oh. is a very noble pursuit. Please welcome to the microphone, Laura Mayer. Thank you for having me. You know, I never had like a wedding reception and I feel like I just got introduced as my own couple. Right. On the oh, dance wow. Floor. Here I wait, am. What do you mean? Did you wait? You referenced a, a, a partner, a spouse. Are I got married, married, but we didn't. Okay. We just we got married at Staten Congrats. Island Borough Hall. Okay, oh. and then I did a podcast the next day, but okay. we um, didn't do a Hell party. Yeah. We never did a party. And we were like, what? oh, we'll do a party. We'll do a party. We never did a party. The only reason to get married is to do a party. Yeah. Was it because of pandemic? No, this happened oh. like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Let's throw a party. Okay. Daniel will DJ yeah. for free. Oh, yeah. And I'll MC. Yes. For free for as long as I want. Right. Yes. Anytime. Yeah, he'll bring all the equipment. He'll bring okay. all the. Yep. He will bring the PA. Okay. He'll bring a subwoofer. What'd you say? You had like a forty-inch sub you could bring. Yes, <laughs> I do. An industrial sub. <laughs> DJ, I'll be there with all the sound. Mm -hmm. Also, like I have a bunch of friends who have kids who are like twelve, thirteen. So can you like? Sure. How are you good at like? Can you get a bar or bat mitzvah dance floor going? Oh yeah. Oh. Oof. I mean, Oof. you don't you don't know this. Absolutely. Daniel and I, we used to moonlight as bar mitzvah pump up dancers. You know <laughs> what I mean, people don't know about that Not industry. Far from the actual truth. They be hiring people <laughs> with high energy to go to these b'nai mitzvahs. You know what I mean? Because mm. I, 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 I I respect the culture. 
Got but, two going. Yeah, he would go up, turn up. Daniel would do like a backflip and shit. I would do mm-hmm. some fire dancing. And then they would ask us to leave because we weren't hired by the no. people throwing mm-hmm. it. But, well, know. that's what would happen at my wedding ceremony <laughs> ten, 10 minutes after. Or 10 minutes, Fire. excuse me, 10 years after. So thank right? you for volunteering your uh, your your labor for free. Absolutely. As somebody it would be who, my utmost pleasure. Yeah, I just had a wedding. And so I, the, the best part was the dancing. And not the like the the vows and stuff. I definitely got emotional, but I I'm a dancer. You know, I'm a dancer. <laughs> the love part was okay. But the love the part, dancing. The love part is infinite. The love part is right. always. Sure. The love part yeah. is just your day to day. But that's having, a pre existing condition. Exactly. It, thank yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You pinpointed it. But it's not having everybody together and watching your dad uh, turn up to like future. You know, that feels mm. like a moment. Mm. You know. He was like, what is this? I'm like, it's future. He's like, okay, I'm in my, I'm in my scumbag era. I'm like, okay, dad, <laughs> let's go. Uh, all right, Laura, we're going to get to know you a little bit better, but first we're going to tell people what we are talking about today. Uh, just want to let people know, Darth Vader has entered the chat. And by Darth Vader, I mean, Dick Cheney, he's got something to say about this whole Trump thing. Good. That's good to see. True. Good to see the devil himself reappear. Then we'll talk about this, cowboy hat. No less. Yeah. The Warner Brothers Discovery HBO Max Ugh. stuff that's been going on. I know a lot of us have been like, that's my favorite service right now, though. How can I get high and go from watching Batman, the animated series to Aqua Teen Hunger Force, to Princess Mononoke, to Boondocks in one go, in one place. That's HBO Max. Anyway, we'll talk about their CEO because looking at this man and the comparisons that are being made uh, to Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock, you'll begin (laughs) to understand what might be happening there and Mm. what's coming down the road. Mm. Then, gotta check in with hip-hop, my first love, because Hennessy has been usurped. And all must hail Casamigos as the most referenced liquor brand now. There's a really interesting piece from Hannah Jorgis in The Atlantic sort of analyzing this shift from (laughs) Hennessy to Casamigos. And like there's even like looking at genius, like rap genius, like lyrics, like doing analysis of lyrics. You can see like the moment where like the two paths like intersect and go one's going down and the other's skyrocketing, uh, which is very interesting. And we might even talk about uh, some other stuff like public libraries. But first, we got to ask our guest, Laura Mayer, in New York right now, what is something Mm -hmm. from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Well, so I have a kid, which is relevant, because when you have a kid, all you do is just, at least in my experience, is you look up like rashes and be Mm. like, is this a normal rash or is this a problematic rash? Right. And the problem (laughs) with that rabbit hole is, you know, the Internet doesn't show texture. (laughs) <laughs> they don't the, the Internet does not stop you from looking into rashes for like 20 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. And so um, my most recent my kid has a rash just because she's a white girl. She's got mm-hmm. a rash. All white yeah, girls have rashes. Rash. I have rash, summer. It's hot. Whatever. It's muggy. It's rash time. Rash it, it could be anything. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. nothing. So I have been looking up rashes and I have a yeah. great new business idea, okay. which is I think that someone should start a website that's just called normalrash.org. It needs to be a yeah. nonprofit. Wow. And it's yeah. just like, she has pictures of just like, this is just a normal rash, nothing to worry about. And then you go to it and then yes. you stop looking up rashes. Right. Ugh. This is, I think that's genius in the sense that like you're inverting the our relationship to medical information yes. mm-hmm. because normally yes. what we're doing is we're trying to say, 
like the internet's like, well, here's the worst shit that could happen. Yeah. And we're like, I yeah. don't know. That ticks most of those boxes. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. And versus being like, how much do I have in common with this thing that is actually benign or totally. not as intense or something I can clear up like with whatever? I think yeah. is a very interesting inversion of energy. Yeah. Anytime I can Google something and not walk away thinking like I need to amputate just everything. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I think yeah. I've won. Now, normalrash.org would have no doctors involved. No doctors. Fantastic. Just I mean, vibes. Doesn't matter. Just vibes. Just Look, vibes. It's 2022. Yeah. I'm I'm only going to a vibe doctor these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's just all I'm interested in. And there's so many of them. You just text yeah. them. They're like, yeah. my high blood pressure, I don't know, you calling it white coat syndrome. That's because your vibe is off as a doctor. When I'm near you, my blood pressure goes off. That's why I can't come here. I need a vibe doctor. Yes, mm. exactly. exactly. The other thing is like, why aren't all the like Web3 con artists like promising this to us as part of Web3? Like you said, like your monitor should be able to have textures. So you're like, let me touch this on the screen. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then you're mm -hmm. like, wow. Oh, yeah, no, that's not how now we're really now we're really getting technological with it. I like this that. Is I mean, every time all the stuff they promise, I'm like, that's not interesting to me. Like, no, yeah. let me no. smell I think wearables are the coolest things to me. right? And now. then it would allow for my other greatest idea, which is mm. a reality show called America's Next Top Textile, which is just Ooh. that people make textiles and then you you decide which one is the best. That's yeah, how I feel like watching Top Chef because you can't taste the food. It's like, mm -hmm. looks good. Yeah, no. But America's Next Top Textile with feel wow. vision. Yeah. There you go. Free idea. Whoa. And smell of vision. You know, I remember like uh, mm -hmm. my mom and grandmother loved to sew. Like my grandmother, like pretty much only like made her own clothing her whole life. Mm. And so I remember as a kid, we go to like Joanne Fabrics and stuff or like other fabric <laughs> places. I remember all the time, like I would just take a big thing of fabric and just go, <laughs> like, because I just wanted to see the factory smell or some shit. I don't know. I feel that. That's honestly popping open a can of tennis balls. Same exact oh, thing. Yeah. Pop it open. Just take a deep breath. Also, side note, Fila Vision. If Fila ever makes sunglasses, Fila Vision. Oh. Need to do okay. it. Okay. Okay. That's a collab. That's Don't a collab waiting to happen. Daniel, what did I say <laughs> about giving away free ideas, man? I'm just sorry. They just pop out of my head and I can't do nothing to stop them. Hey, Mrs. Fila, call us. You know what I mean? We got ideas. <laughs> Laura, let's move on. What is something you yeah. think is underrated? Underrated. Mm. You know what? Jumping rope. Jumping rope, like as an exercise, as an art. Yeah. Right? I call it pounding twine sometimes in my <laughs> day because I jump rope five days a week. But uh, hell I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not free. good at it. Jumping but that rope five days a just week. Pound that twine. Pound it. Pounding that twine. And, wow. And it's all you need. I got into it during the initial COVID lockdown. Yes, I knew the next question is, do you do CrossFit? shamefully yes i do do crossfit i do olympic lifting and all that other kind of stuff because oh, that wow. is my only hobby you can hit a pull-up too i saw that on your twitter i can that's a chin-up but i'll take it i'll or take it pull-ups okay, yeah, yeah. pull are harder i can't do that yet but soon hey look soon just give me another five years you can do it i'll you take can, it i'll take it never mind yeah, yeah i can do a pull-up you look like up. those dudes in Strong, harlem who straight. are like doing workouts on the fucking crosswalk sign and shit <laughs> like i've seen your videos i've seen your tiktok <laughs> street workouts yeah, no one again fila where are you i will put shoes on when i do that now i do it barefoot <laughs> but the um pounding twine is great for cardiovascular health. It could help with your white coat hypertension, just saying. Oh, it's cool. also a really good rabbit hole to fall, fall down on the internet because some people are like incredibly good at jumping rope. Yeah, and, wild stuff. Like just, and it's it's it never gets old. I find it very yeah. soothing. Yeah. I would stay away from Reddit jump rope talk 
however, because it's a very competitive environment. Yeah. And you I just want to get that to stay away from Reddit. It's a double edged <laughs> yeah, sword, you know, lurk, yeah. lurk, but don't, en- don't engage. Don't engage. It's good to lurk. It's Thanks. good as like yeah. treat it as a one way thing. There's only a couple subs I engage in and y'all will never mm-hmm. know. But <laughs> and then sometimes That's it gets challenge. weird in there and I'm like, I got to go. I gotta go. Yeah, it's always me like going. I just I'm an R conservative, and I'm always playing devil's advocate. (laughs) I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like libraries are good, even if there are (laughs) drag queens in there. And then they're just like, and then uh, your phone just blows up forever, and then you have to flush it down the toilet. You're not gonna win that. I stay there. I stay there, and all they try and ban me. Watch me create a new name. Sorry. I'll make a new one. <laughs> um, you, when was the last time you all had jump rope? Just quickly. I know we're moving on. I'm not great at it, but I did Jesus. do it like uh, a couple months ago. Someone had a jump rope around and I was just kind of just doing it. But I, I'm I'm not good. To hit skip. Yeah. Hmm. Daniel? I think the last time it was over over three years ago, most certainly. I'm trying to think of the last time I was in a gym. Specific. Oh, that, that's why I've I definitely like... seen them. I've seen them hanging. Right. And I've definitely <laughs> been like. Okay. Let me hit a jump one yeah. time. Yeah, but it's been it's been a minute. But big big fan of of the rope. Yeah. Big fan of the rope, the twine, if you will. Mm-hmm. Pounding yes, twine yes, sounds yes, like yes. a blast and a half. Yeah, is that yeah. like a that sounds like a great TikTok channel? Just like compiling the best like jump rope videos. Anyway, I don't mean to make more work no for people out there, but follow I mean, me I at thought about it. Twine. I thought about yeah. it. That's all I use TikTok for. Yeah. Mm. Wait, that, wait. So how long? Like, what's a session for you? Like, what's a workout for you? How long are you jumping? Well, so I do it in intervals, and I usually okay. do it at the end of my lifting. Everyone should know that I am a uh, petite. I don't look like I lift weights, but I lift weights very in a very dedicated manner for like the five last five years, with the exception of being pregnant. I've been putting picking up weights and putting them down at yeah. least three to four days a week. Pounding so plates. I've been pounding the plates. So regardless, I end all of my sessions with like a 10 minute interval, one minute on one minute off. So it's five minutes of jumping. Gotcha. And I'm I'm really bad at it, but I'm really devoted. So I'm I'm working on stringing together as many double unders as possible, right? So I can like really feel like I belong in in oh. uh, the boxing ring, which is my yeah. ultimate goal, probably, right? Because that yet, seems right? to be where nice. media is yeah. going. Like that's what everyone does. That was big on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. punching so, shit. Too. Yeah, punching shit. So uh, yeah, so I do it in intervals. I I used to start at longer rest. I would do thirty seconds on, forty five seconds off. Mm-hmm. But wow. uh. That's the way I, I suggest, and it's a good cheap way just to get the get yeah. those knees moving, that heart pumping. I had a friend who was doing that, and they were just doing. I remember they're like, "I'm trying something new." I'm like, "I'm just doing sit ups, push ups, and jumping rope," and like they ended up Sick. looking like a dude from the '60s. Shit, I was like, "You look like a picture of my dad." Like when there was less processed <laughs> foods in America. Um, very interesting, very interesting regimen. The thing that I'm always like in awe of, of people who jump rope is when they get started, because I, I get lost on TikTok jump ropers. Mm. And when they do like that mm. shit to the side, like casual, yeah. and suddenly they're like in it. I'm like, what the, f- how the fuck did you do that? How do you make that transition? How you do that? Ugh. How do you let go of the rope? It's so personal too. Like everyone's mm. got their swag yeah. that they've determined at some point in their jump rope process. I currently have known none, but maybe maybe I should start with a, um, I should come up with a creative kind of intro to my jump roping and that yeah. that'll just really allow things it's, to click into it's place. It's very dance like. I think maybe that's why Fair. even though it's like exercising, you can see that there's like a technique cuz even like when you watch boxers do it, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. This is rhythm. Yeah. They're going in. Rhythm is a dancer as we were once told. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Laura, what is something you think is overrated? Probably graduate school. I didn't do it. <laughs> 
But mm. as I'm doing this show about like business, a couple of years, right, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to business school. And so I bought all these books mm-hmm. and then I, I signed up for a class on Zoom to learn how to pass the class. And I made Perfect. it two weeks and I was like, I don't care about this. I don't want to go to there. <laughs> like, I can't Ever. do it. Uh, and so instead, but I didn't and I got a refund. I got a partial refund on the class due to okay. I don't remember. But I didn't tell my husband, who at that time was just downstairs because we were just in the house, that right. I had stopped doing the class. And so it's mm. sort of like those businessmen who have gotten fired from their jobs but still leave their house to yeah, go to like the Japan. office all day. Yeah, but I was doing that for like that. five to six hours a week every weekend. Woo! I love that. And he doesn't know it. Wow. And he's going to listen wow. to this podcast. So I wanted I wanted to save an exclusive. Yeah. Oh, I love wow. it. Thank That's you fire. so much for revealing those kinds of dark secrets yeah. about your yeah. life on this show. Yeah. Monday's dinner about to be interesting. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, huh? So what yeah. were you doing? <laughs> what were you doing? Looking all well, Reddit, I legit looked into downloading Snood on my computer. <laughs> oh, um, I let's go. Started playing The Sims again. I am not kidding. Yeah. Oh. I made a town in which I named everyone my first and last name, and then I just <laughs> and everyone looked the same, and I just let everyone like. It just totally went to hell. And I did that for a number of weeks. And then I was like, I'm good at it. I'm good at MBA class now. And everyone was like, okay. (laughs) And then I just never took the test. I had a a friend who did that uh, when my first year of college, like one of my like homies, he he was going to this community college and he fucking hate. He's just, he's one of those people who's not built for academia, but like, Mm followed the progression of high school you go to college mm-hmm. um but really for him he's like i'll just take over my dad's real estate business you know like it's kind of like not not much motivation to, <laughs> yeah. with academia because like you can kind of tell like i'm pretty sure this is how my life's gonna be anyway so like right. fuck it but he yeah. gave up on college so quick but when he was living at home he was doing the same <laughs> shit where he stopped going like after the third week and had to do a whole fucking year <sighs> Okay, of leaving his house and then he would go to the Ralph's oh parking lot and sleep in the fucking Ralph's parking oh, lot. Man. He's fine. He's fine. He's doing, he's, you know, he's privileged. I was going to say, that sounds fun. Yeah. He, I, I'm sure he got up to all kinds of stuff in the Ralph's parking lot. Oh, he slept because he would just like, he would like party with us and we'd be like, yo, we got class. He's like, oh, right, right, right. And then what he would do is be like, yeah, I'm going to class. Like, and just drive up the block and just sleep in the Ralph's parking lot. We see you turning right into the lot. (laughs) It's not where class is. I can see your car from the house. (laughs) That's amazing. I was in the Ralph's of my mind. Yeah. During that period of time. Look, Mm. we've all, I mean, I think we've all done the pretend to go somewhere thing at some point maybe not for the yeah. most nefarious reasons but <laughs> you know we've all done it yeah we've all that's done fair it. fair yeah you know look deception abounds okay let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about the dark sith lord of politics dick cheney's return right after this you like to watch new stuff right Zygang? i know i do well go to hulu and see what's new Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Do you hear that? Do you is there is there a chill in the air? Do you hear someone's respirator box going? <laughs> Look, we all talk about George Bush too and how bad he was. Sure, he was a stooge. Let's get let's be real. Donald Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney, and the whole gang behind him who was really pulling the fucking strings. And anyway, speaking of that. We got to talk about Liz Cheney, right? Liz Cheney is having a bit of a chain-a-sance, a uh, bit of a oh. revolution and or evolution in how we view her. But because of her uh, role in the January 6th committee, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, yes, without being like, hold on. She was basically a Trump rubber stamp up until that time. And the only thing was she just thought the big lie was a bridge too far. Now, whether that was because of her own opportunism, because she is a political creature or actual moral scruples. TBD, but I'm just saying the bar is pretty low uh, for us yes. to be like <laughs> All right. on the floor. We stand, we stand on the floor, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, she's she's effectively put herself along with Adam Kinzinger and the I guess they are in touch with reality Republicans group. But sadly, because of her you know lack of excitement for the big lie and overturning an election. This means that she has been in the crosshairs of MAGA world. She's been, you know, called everything under the sun, a rhino, whatever. She's getting primaried. It's getting pretty heated. 
And but luckily for Liz Cheney, she's got a scary dad. Now, how much her scary dad can do is yet to be, you know, clear to us. But it's 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 a good thing sometimes when you're running in the Republican Party and you can be like, my dad is fucking Dick War Crimes Cheney. Okay, <laughs> fool. Are you serious? He's the, the fucking hawk. god of this fucked up party. Like, Truly. let's go. And yeah, he dropped an ad. What do you think? Would you does that make you feel good to have Darth Vader as your dad? No. Okay. <laughs> yes he, and no. Because then you're Luke then Skywalker, you know, technically. I'm okay, I guess technically. You know, when you're weighing the positive you're you're weighing the positives <laughs> and negatives in your own personal party right there, you'd hope that that name has some weight to your people. But the way that it's it's leaking into the Democrats being like, you know, she's actually doing the right thing. It's just like, oh, we're doing this again. Yeah. We're yes. doing this again where we're rooting for the absolute worst people. And it's just like, please, please don't applaud them for doing absolutely one tiny itty bitty thing right and slightly correct yeah exactly we're, we're acting as yeah. if like a micrometer off the ground is like <laughs> like ascending into the heavens we're like no 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 that's you're still I'm, I'm waiting for like a bad viral tweet where someone calls uh liz cheney a girl boss and in which case i'm just mm. done i'm just done because yeah. it feels like that sort of vibe uh, there could the, be a like, yesification of yeah yesification exactly yeah, yeah we we want to avoid that but her dad dude i mean of you know always the evil ones live the longest that's just sadly like the rule of our universe for whatever reason he cut this ad where <laughs> he's just looking straight down the barrel of the lens and he's coming for donald trump and again he's old and he has like evil old white guy energy talking shit so it's not going to sound like you know the most epic slam but instructive nonetheless to see where Darth Vader lands on all of this. Here we go. Let's hear a little bit. In our nation's 246 year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. Ooh. He tried to steal the last election Ooh. using lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz. All right, so he goes on now, pivots to being like, look, Liz Cheney's a goat. I hope you vote for her. I'm going to vote for her, blah, blah, blah. But he's coming out and he's like, he's a coward. He does, he knows he's wrong, blah, blah, blah. I just he's love the wrong. fucking irony of this man being like, he used deception and violence to stay in power. I'm like, yeah. sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> Hold sir. Hold big ass mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's talking... <laughs> See, when I first saw that ad, like part of me was like, we're sure he's not dead, right? Like, we're yeah. sure he's not dead. Because that's a little, it's a little ghosty. Like, it's like, have you, do you ever have it that is. experience when you, you know, uh, something happens and you're like, this just feels off. And you think like, am I asleep or am I dead? Or are right. they dead? Like, that's the vibe I'm getting <laughs> One of us that. is dead. Someone's right. dead. Had, yeah. yeah. Good way to hide the puppet hand mm -hmm. in the back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Good, good, uh, good, good, false. I mean, good yeah, false the, the, there. the energy doesn't have like the same grumbling, snarly, like Dick Cheney of like the aughts that, uh, you know, we we enjoyed. But look, he's been through a lot. Didn't he kill his friend on a hunting trip? So look, he's something like that. <laughs> also, are, are we are, are, is 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 the is the GOP anti glasses now is like, is there like an anti glasses thing? Because Dick Cheney, very famous look with those glasses and just deciding not to wear them right now. Me thinks cowboy hat, no glasses is like, look. You got to really connect. Actually, you know, uh, got to bring in the sponsor LASIK. He actually got the same <laughs> procedure done I did. 
And oh. look, he's seeing better than he was before the glasses. So well, well. You know, shout out to LASIK. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I can see how it's only certain people right in the GOP that wear glasses. It's like you do that if you're either what I call them is I'm sorry. Glasses is what we see is you will deploy. I'm sorry. Gla- this is any this is across this political spectrum. There's mm-hmm. there, there are very there's a very specific look, especially men adopt where suddenly they are bespectacled individuals mm. and they're like i mean it was such a lapse of judgment and blah 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 or like you see motherfuckers pull up in court like for their trial and you're like hold on you got glasses now okay <laughs> you got the i'm sorry from? glasses on so yes. you know it softens things. things you know if you're a legal That's scholar i guess fair you fair can, you can claim fair. the glasses but yeah uh it's it's it is really something to watch like dick cheney try and be like i'm like i'm agreeing with dick cheney but this is 2022 and my brain has been hurting for ages now so it's yeah. fine. You dead? You dead? You sure you're alive? Yeah. <laughs> just want to make sure. Yeah, I mean that could have been a deep fake too. Like if Liz Cheney is wow. as diabolical as her dad, I would be like at one point she's like, "You are no, you are no longer useful unless I can <laughs> bring out your corporal existence for my own, exactly. you know, fucking advantage." So who knows? I actually like that version better. Yeah, that tracks more with the Cheney family. That like Liz has actually. She's actually the horrible one. <laughs> she really, truly. <laughs> she like, pulled the strings oh, the whole time. What is she doing to that poor old man? <laughs> okay, let's move on to the Warner Brothers Discovery Plus HBO Max Gotta Go fiasco. Right. right. I look. I've I, I know a few people who had things in the in the works at HBO Max. I feel like oh, yeah. a lot of people did. There was a lot of momentum going. It seemed like HBO Max, from my perspective, was so far doing the best out of all the streaming platforms. Like in terms of stream war content, I was like, y'all got a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. I'm into. Like the rehearsal, all those animated things oh I've talked God. about, the HBO yes. catalogs, Warner mm-hmm. Brother catalog, everything. They got so much stuff. And then suddenly, like things started happening like weeks ago, right? Where like suddenly mm-hmm. certain deals weren't happening and they're not necessarily top like major talent deals, but I I could begin to hear like in the entertainment space, like, oh, this thing folded. Oh, this thing. I'm, oh, they're not going to do this mm-hmm. anymore. Oh, wait, this whole mm-hmm. department is gone. Mm-hmm. And I thought something was going on. And then the last week we really began to see the extent of it, because I think the big thing that everyone was talking about was the canning of the Batgirl film. Uh. And, you know, you're looking at that and you're like, the amount of money that was spent. How are what? What? $90 million. $90 yeah. million. Throw it in the trash. But the reason why. Is because it was a tax write down. They Bam. said tax write off. <laughs> we're gonna just can it to save money on taxes. So because of that, I'm like, okay, what what is going on? Our writer JM was like, let's take a look at the new CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery. This man named David Zaslav, who was the head of just Discovery, like mm. Cake Boss, Shark Week, Discovery. That's their bag. That's what he does. And then he facilitated this merger. And suddenly we're seeing significant layoffs all over the place. Just so you know, just for like shepherding or quote unquote, putting together the merger, Zaslav made $246 million. Okay. Do you know that that's actually more than the budget for Avatar? What? Really? Just to give you perspective, this fucking guy got the whoa, budget whoa, whoa, whoa. for Avatar for completely fucking That's up amazing. our content offerings. And to be I mean, clear, because I know terrible, I know we're wow. talking like nine. There, there are many avatars coming down the, the pipe. Yes. Yeah, the know, let, let us not first, forget about 
the very the first. first Avatar, the James Cameron film, the seminal like VFX blockbuster smashing, two two hundred forty six million. He's getting that as just like a thank you payment <laughs> for all of this shit. So wow. it's it's always good to kind of put things into perspective because yeah. didn't even have to buy a lot of ticket. No, wow. like the most I can conceive of is a million dollars, and that's only because of the McDonald's Monopoly game. Like that's the most money I can, and then everything else like has to be in terms of like movie budgets. Or, yes. And now he just has to wear those 3D glasses all the time, and then he's just like, none of these spreadsheets make sense. I'm firing everybody. Right, right. <laughs> Avatar. Or his like new thing is like, what if we did all our reports in 3D? Innovating, mm-hmm. innovating, innovating. I'm David. Mm. So this has been a whole fiasco, uh, especially for the people who've been working for the newly merged company. Like he's forcing people to go back to the office. We all are very, very well aware COVID is still a thing. We're still in the midst of a pandemic just because the government has given up on helping people doesn't mean it's less of a an issue uh, for many people who are out there, especially if they're immunocompromised or live with other people. So like I think most of us understand the 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 shittiness of someone who's like, yeah, you're going to get back in all the time because I want Shark Week or whatever. A lot of people who've been talking to like just journalists around about like this merger, they describe it as, quote, you know, like with Zaslav at the helm here, they say it's describe it as, quote, McDonald's has bought a Michelin star restaurant and thinks they know how to run. (laughs) And that's a little feels like a little generous on both ends, to be honest with you, (laughs) which they call it. Are they called HBO Max, the Michelin star restaurant right there? Yeah, I mean, we gotta work on we gotta work on that app. Okay, so wait, wait. So who has a Michelin star? If you, I mean, look, I want to go there with you. You're saying it's not. So what is it? James Beard Award winner? We'll take we'll take that. I'm just saying their app is not great. None of the apps are that good. Don't get not. Yeah. So let's talk about user experience. Yeah. So is UI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's are you? What's the who has the best front of house as far as the streaming apps are concerned? I feel like it's a great question. Peacock. I think I think you know what honestly Apple. it feels like it's a taking from a little bit of everybody. It's Ooh. your continue watching from Netflix, yep. which just allows you to pick up where you left off from your five months of everything that you've watched. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're right, I was watching that, and I did want to keep watching that. Thank you. It's your it's your television show browsing of Hulu. It's your selection maybe of HBO Max, but like nobody gets it 100 percent right. And to call any of them good, let me just tell you something. The absolute worst to be fair is Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus is just absolute oh, trash. Yeah. But oof, that shit will crash if you pause. <laughs> the fact that you pause a show and it shows you an ad for another show. What if I want to see something on the screen? What if I want to? Hey, pause. You see that thing in the background? No, sorry, you have to see an ad for some <laughs> other show on Paramount Plus. I was trying to watch Players. Come <laughs> right. on. Thank Come you. On. But Thank yeah, I, I I totally agree. It's it's pretty uh, fine. We'll we'll call it a uh, a food truck bought a chain restaurant. There we go. We'll talk about that. Okay, <laughs> we'll just keep it very vague. What's Becca Ramos chiming chiming in the chat? She said, "Super producer Becca Ramos said the way I couldn't finish a movie on Paramount Plus because it kept crashing." Exactly. Facts. Exactly. I haven't tried to watch like you know old um a, a real world road rules the challenge and shit mm. on there, and that shit I was, have. Yeah, I. I burned through that catalog. I'm not That's tough. Are you? It's uh. So have you? I will say, what Paramount and and listen, as someone who's trying to get themselves shamelessly acquired, I will take yes. money from anyone. I'll take money from Dick Cheney. I'm yeah, going on the record. I'm just kidding. I won't. I already did. So, my, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he's great at Venmo, and he knows how to yeah. do it private. No, they say he's Amazing. old, but that those payments come quick. Just quick. Yeah. You don't even need and to he, send the invoice. But the he's the cash app too. 
But I have watched the only show I've watched since my child has been born, which is like a long time ago, was just like so much of the challenge and that like real world back to basics, like the yeah. ten, like the 20 years after thing. Paramount yeah. Plus, thank you for that. You know, thank yeah. you. The L.A. one was a little uncomfortable. That's for sure. Uh, to watch yeah. them not be able to grapple with like rape culture. I was like, yes. oh, yes. boy, can <laughs> anyone help facilitate a real conversation here? Because. It's not going to be that TV screen or whatever they nope. uh, keep Hell trying to Hell no. Make that was yeah. so... I'm sorry to completely fucking yeah. steer this away. If anybody saw that, for all the geriatric millennials out there, you already remember what happened with David and Tammy and like the towel ripping situation. They revisit that in a not... In a way that I felt was a complete disservice to everybody mm-hmm. involved. But anyway, the challenge, I came back because, as people know, when DM passed away, I couldn't watch the... Ch- I felt really bad and I mm-hmm. stopped watching the challenge. And then because so many guests come on, they're like, man, I love the challenge. I was like, you know what? I, I think I've I think I've there's been enough space. And now I love it because it's what I call it. Geriatric Millennial Olympics is what yeah. the challenge keep, is. Keep it away from David Zaslav, though. You know, yeah, Just right. Keep it away. Exactly. Those keep it absolutely away. So back to David. Right. They yes. call him Jack Donaghy or people have been like, this guy's like Jack Donaghy, Alec Baldwin's character in 30 Rock, uh, because he's just so just like myopically only interested in the bottom line. He's like a pure capitalist. He doesn't even know what creativity is. He's just like, what is money doing now? And again, like we're saying, Batgirl, that's a pure business decision. That's saying, oh yeah, we can offset some tax shit off of that. So along with the Scoob sequel, that they also uh, did the same thing too. So you're starting to see, okay, that's not important because many people are like, "Uh, you got an American Dominican in the lead. You have a Filipina trans actor in Ivory Aquino. Like, there's great representation for trans people in a superhero feature. Hello? You also got Brendan Fraser. You got Michael Keaton, J.K. Simmons. People are like, this, what the fuck is going Seems on? like a slam dunk. Yeah. And then Alaska. what's wild is, and then we compare that to the fact that Ezra Miller is still out here cooking, because that's also yeah. a decision that Zaslav could have made. You're like, I'm sorry. Who is? What? Who's in there? <laughs> Hello? Who's in there? (laughs) What are y'all doing in there? Is it a bunch of spooky white sheets in there? Well, it might be, actually, because a lot of other people who have been critical of his, like, leadership style is that it is very white male at Discovery Warner Brothers or this new company. And just in general, his, his past, right? All six seats on the board are filled with white men. And He's told his friends in Hollywood as he was like putting this team together, like as the merger was happening, that he would hire the best people he would find. Gender and racial diversity, while a factor, would not be his top priority, he said. For sure. Doing that like sort of uh, yeah. like Big white supremacist sure. thing of like, it's really just it's really not about that. Like, I'm just looking for the best people in the best who's position. The best? Yeah, just I'm looking for who's the best. Who's available for golf uh, when right. I'm available for golf? That, exactly. that bring is- own clubs. Yes. Right. Because it's really it's born out of laziness. Like you're saying, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what you're saying, Laura, is not far off. It's like they will go golfing or Mm -hmm. on whatever the fuck they want to do and then be like, yeah, I'm putting this thing together. And the guy's like, you know, like I'm actually about to leave my position. Bob. like, oh, okay, great. You want to come on board here? Perfect. And now that CEO did fuck all because all he did was just talk to the same 17 people he's been talking to his whole life to then build this new company. And it's it's a pretty pervasive problem in all in like. All industries are people who merely rely on their networks, their nepotism mm-hmm. networks, and we get this sort of same thing. Discovery already had only 30% of their workforce were people of color. 
And just about 20% of the senior leadership roles were people of color, which is the lowest share of any major media company. And again, that's because his his he has a history of, quote, long history of tapping people with whom he has deep ties. Hmm. Not not much uh, interest in a challenge or getting to know anything about no, anyone. No. So just 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 going with the path of least resistance. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I mean, we just lose in the end. You know what I mean? Because like completely we talk const I, I, I talk constantly about how like when the people in marketing roles moved into development roles in the studios and the, the development roles in studios used to be creators, which is why we got more creative, original things like in years past. And now because of like marketing business types, accounting types that work in development, they're purely looking at spreadsheets and going like yep. this, make money, this not go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if there's an anomaly, they're like, whoa, that movie with people of color in it did well. Hmm. If I, if I may add to the if make money good ca uh, conversation, mm -hmm. recently there was, and spoiler alert, this is about video games, shocker from DJ Daniel, but they recently released a, a fighting game called Multiverses, which is a game that just takes place in the Warner Brothers universe. Yeah. And every character that you can think of from Warner Brothers is, is available there. You got your Batmans, you got your Bugs Bunnies, you got your Shaggies. Harry Potter. But you got your, you got your Harry Potters. But mm -hmm. more, moreover, what that game is, is another avenue for microtransactions without having mm. too much extra effort needed from original voice actors, animation, mm. anything outside of just giving these characters that already exist new costumes. You're using IP that already exists, using voice lines that more or less already exist and be like, let's just shell out a bunch of new costumes for these characters. So people buy this game and, and, and you know, or not even buy the game, buy all the costumes and just make us money. Just hand over Absolutely. fist doing literally nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not to make things spicy, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh, same things happening in the podcast space, too, which is like part of my whole like show which is just mm. the same risk averseness of looking at the things that have been popular in the past and just doing it over and over and over again meaning you get the same makers making the same stuff over and over and over again yep. any kind of diversity and inclusion out the window because you just yeah. go with whoever's in your in your network and then you end up with the same kind of shows to listen to Stale. at all times yeah. so who's coming in who's coming right. who what new audiences are going to feel like they're being heard, seen whatever What's which fresh? is wild because studios networks alike they act like the rug was pulled out under them when suddenly a new entity emerges that that gets everyone's attention like they don't realize how they're lulling everybody to sleep slowly yes. and yep. all you're doing is creating the appetite for anything that is outside of the the status quo that you're offering suddenly people are like that's new that's different that's not the same thing and they're like what do we got to do it's like you should have <laughs> kept innovating you should have mm -hmm. kept taking risks you should have just kept saying let's try this let's try that i don't know let's see what happens and from mm -hmm. there you learn so much more than just like being like what are the top five shows in podcasting okay we need six of each go Which, we need a recap show hosted by a murderer about true crime <laughs> exactly. with someone who was on the OC. Right. They're like, huh, <laughs> what's uh, Ben McKenzie up to? Yeah. Oh, he up? hates what's crypto. He crypto, he I know. Crypto. He's like the crypto. I, we got to get Ben McKenzie. I keep saying That's that on because his, his Twitter feed's amazing. Oh. It's like anti-crypto crusade. It's fantastic. I love it. I okay. love it. Yeah. Okay, I, um, now I support this podcast. Never mind, I'm good, I'm good with it. <laughs> hey, but, you know, Ben McKenzie is a murderer, allegedly, in this version, <laughs> in this pitch. Okay, that's a joke. Okay, Ben, please don't call for me. He has to be. <laughs> but, yeah, I was, and I was just thinking recently, too, like, just even that this, the latest scandal that was talking about podcast hosts getting $50,000 for people to guest on their shows. I was like, what? Yo, 
Yes. Did you read about that, Daniel? No. Oh, no. I read about it. Sorry. That, yeah. that was like a yeah. What? Oh, oh, oh. You got you. I was <laughs> no, like, sorry. Oh. Sorry. No, <laughs> that, was not, that was not a Daniel. I'm sorry. What? No, it was in, was it Forbes or one of the, the financial <laughs> rags? Yeah, was it Bloomberg, Forbes, something like that? I don't know, business something, whatever. One of those financial people's yes. rags. They came, they, they, they sort of unleashed this story about how like normal it's been for like these payola guest spots on like big podcasts. And I was like, oh, big podcasts. Okay, that makes sense. That's why no one's offering this money. But <laughs> mm-hmm. fifty thousand. <laughs> like, but you wild. guys didn't get you didn't get my my Venmo. No. Oh, oh, although super producer Anna, super producer Anna did say the second that article came out, she's like, "You know, I've been doing that with all your guests, right?" And I was like, "That's fine, do you?" Like, Straight into my back account. Hey, I mean, at yeah. least these guests are chill, so fuck it. Like, if they're paying you to get to the door, fine, great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a very um, it, it's just it's wild how money, access, proximity to power is just like can just are like the forces that are creating a lot of the content. And again, they fall into these cycles of like lack of creativity, and then you have. Two people with just a different idea, and then all the attention mm-hmm. moves there, and we'll just keep ping ponging back and forth. When it's really about consistency, you know. Hmm. Amen to that. All right. Well, that's that's all I got to say about consistency. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite show on HBO Max? Dan, will go. I mean, the rehearsal right now. Okay. It's mm-hmm. Sensational. It's grabbing my attention at every possible moment. Okay. Laura, favorite I, favorite anything? What's something you'll miss on HBO Max? If I mean, I, I hate to it? say it, but my answer is the rehearsal. But I, yeah. but I do think that I saw some. Uh, I know I saw a meme that was like the plan bankrupt HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) smart because he made the most expensive pilot that they've ever greenlit. And as they should have. And they use that alligator lounge, you know, uh, set in more than one episode. Oh, that's that's the way to spend some dollars. Mm -hmm. But I, I have a longstanding like nine year long theory about Nathan Fielder, which is that he is able to control the temperature in the room in a way that no one else can that he could use his powers for evil but i like in the rehearsal that we see his flow chart for all of his normal conversations and it's made me want to do that yeah that's that's the jokerfication moment should that be the takeaway right i don't know (laughs) you know what's interesting i was just like i'm a huge nathan fielder fan and Mm -hmm. i was just thinking of how finding francis the last episode of nathan for you Sort of is the jumping off into the rehearsal because yes. if you remember, he sets yes. Bill up to do a rehearsal with an actress to get him prepared to meet his like long lost love. And even though that was way more dramatic and like a little bit goofier, I was like, I just think about it, I'm like, oh no, like mm-hmm. this, I'm pretty sure this is when the gears begin for oh, yeah. his next concept of like, oh, this can go if I have like a real budget rather than begging Comedy <laughs> Central, can I take my last? like the budget for my last four episodes and make one mega episode. Yeah. I seize you, Nathan. I seize you. What about you, Miles? What, what, what's your, Oh, what's I love the rehearsal. Like I said, wow, I can't, can't, can't get enough of it. I mean, I fucking crashed my scion going hundred miles an hour and then woke up right on miracle <laughs> status. That's like my fucking miracle status is ridiculous. <laughs> and then just honestly, all the animated stuff. I really yeah. like, it's amazing that you can get Miyazaki, like studio Ghibli stuff. You get Aqua Teen Hunger Force, like Batman, the animated series. There's so much good. I don't know. They just they have like the best, most dialed in library. And it's a shame to see how they're going to tighten the belt and one ends up on the ground. So we'll see. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let's take some sips of Henny because it's the last ones we're ever going to take because hip hop is going in a new direction, y'all. And it's Casamigos. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. 
well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER me Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back. Last week, I mentioned offhandedly, we were talking about that Saudi sports washing op, the LIV golf invitational uh, that happened like a couple weeks back that mm -hmm. no one went to and tickets were available. They went from $75 presale to a dollar on StubHub plus $5 fees. And the whole thing of that tournament was like, we want to appeal to young people. It's like the new edgy golf tournament. I'm like, fuck that. Fuck the golf what? courses. Get this shit out my face. It's never going to work. But the thing is, I was just being like, if just jokingly, I was like, if you want to turn it up, like, where's the Casamigos at? And that's just fine. Whatever. Then Hannah Jorgis on The Atlantic writes this article about like the way what the name of it is. I just want to read this. 
George Clooney's tequila is taking over rap. All of a sudden, it seems like Casamigos is name checked in every song. And I was like, this is so it was subtle, but true. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we're we're on Casamigos, though. Like, I feel like that 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 shift has been happening. I think many hip hop fans or fans of culture have observed over the last few years that the tequila made famous by George Clooney and Randy Gerber has become one of the most like referenced products in rap or just youth like youth culture in general. When I was a younger man, uh, you know, in the late 90s, it was all about Henny, Alizé, Crystal, mm. mm. Grey Goose, Belvedere, mm. Hypnotic, White Hennessy, if Ooh. you know about that. Okay. And, you know, like, I think at that time, those are like, or now, like, now it's like Ace of Spades, Say, and things like that. Right. Like, those things have always kind of been in the consciousness. But many of those, like, came and went. And Nate, then Hennessy has always kind of been this mainstay. But as... Hennessy's name checks started to decline. Casamigos was going all the way up. And she and in this article, Hannah points out that in 2018, it was like a major turning point when Jaden Smith featured on Young Thug's track Sin and said, mm. Casamigos got me spinning. And that was like the first because Jaden has a lot of attention. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he's not just seen as a rapper. He has like a pop audience too. And he's like a California guy. So when he's like, Casamigos got me spinning. People were like, whoa, what? Who? Hmm? What's this? And now it's standard practice. Like you look around right now, K camp in Atlanta. He said, Casamigos to the head. I forgot what I said. Uh, Smino from St. Louis. Casamigos got me so honest. I'm sorry. Uh, Brooklyn, five year foreign. Casamigo helped me get in the zone. And this year alone in this Atlantic article, they're saying, they're saying, Casamigos has been referenced nearly 100 times just in this year. If you That's look fire. at genius analysis. That's fire. <laughs> wow. Everybody's looking for that check. They're like, I'm trying to get that deal. I, but yeah, I mean, Diageo, uh, they're going to have to holler at Diageo, you know, the Fair. parent company of Casamigos. If you see mm-hmm. this uh, chart I put in from the Atlantic article, yeah. you can just see like where they intersect. And like just as that Jaden Smith uh, track comes out or quick's groove they say that's like one of the first mentioned from the game says that in this track quick's groove it's slowly going up and then suddenly like 2020 it's just explosive everyone's talking casamigos and if you look now a lot of bars like they they'll have like you know promotions around liquor you know like old club style like hey come in for two two you know one one for two i don't know what the fuck the deals are i haven't sure. been to a club in so long but i see the flyers because <laughs> they're all over the ground um but like they're they're moving away from like hennessy or like champagne specials and more casamigos specials and just in general it's happening and a few of like the hip hop analysts and sort of scholars that you spoke to in this article talked about just the general vibe shift in hip hop like we went from the golden era of like sort of, you know, grimy, like smoking squares in the concrete stairwell with the North face on type energy to now talking about fucking Jeff Coons balloon dogs and fucking foie gras with caviar, as Nas says on that track, Blood on the Leaves, like, or uh, whatever, Adam and Eve, sorry. There you go. That's like, we're going to like, it's always sort of been about name checking, like lifestyle luxury brands, but mm-hmm. there's something now where a few are, even rappers are saying like, they, they're like rapping Casamigos with Lake Como and stuff. And they're just saying like, there's just more <laughs> of an elevated feeling uh, now. And also like the way they talk about Casamigos in the lyrics isn't just about like getting fucked up. Like it's as if there's another quality to being drunk on Casamigos, which is true because a lot of like adult, cl- like strip clubs, they don't serve tequila. That's just like a rule. Really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. Why? 
Did not know okay. that. Because they say people turn up different on tequila. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I've been to a few places Truly where they're like, no, to we, me. Don't, we don't ever serve tequila, like, in a strip club. I remember my friend's brother had a strip club in Miami. And like, when I was, like, like is a proprietor of yeah, a strip yeah. club? And was, like, cool. saying that, like, a few, like, a lot of places won't serve tequila just because they, I think it's probably anecdotal, like, bar talk mm. that they feel like tequila mixed with, like, uh, nudity and stuff, like, is just a weird combo. Now. I don't know how pervasive it is, but I also remember in Vegas that happened and I've seen it happen in L.A., but it could be also uh, alcohol is being restricted is also like a racist thing too. like you see like a lot of places in L.A. They don't have Hennessy for a fucking reason or they don't serve like Johnny Walker because of certain cultures. It's it's really wild what you can learn from a bar when they're like, we don't carry that. And you're like, oh, oh, I wonder why. (laughs) Hmm. I see. You don't like people to wear hats in here and you don't serve Hennessy. <laughs> I see what's going on. Noted. Oh, and you need leather shoes. As someone who um, does not drink, I have a question and a and a cultural point to make. Mm. Number one, can you mix Hennessy and tequila? What would happen? Would that be you disgusting? Would, a, a bunch of people would fight you. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it happen. Was, yeah. What happened? But they, they called it Patronacy and it was a mess. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yes, it was really. Real. Yes, yes, it was really. Yeah, wow. it was not. It was not pretty. Okay, like the summer of four loco real kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. lots of slap boxing in the uh, in the driveway. Okay, fair enough. And then throwing <laughs> up. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know. I it, I if, oof, I think yeah, I think it would be. I think that would be seen as just a uh, sign of disrespect or uh, the source of terrible mistakes for sure. Okay, so yeah. the next time I um. For some reason, I'm pouring two random liquors into a cup for someone who comes to my house. I won't do that. No. <laughs> my other cultural, my other point is I have seen, I, I'm a, a watcher of the Real Housewives of various places. Mm-hmm. And Casamigos Fantastic has, media. for years and years, I've no, I have seen this from my dumb media really mm-hmm. take over as mm-hmm. the thing that everyone is is asking for at, in the, the bar scenes. And I've wondered why. Huh. I have a feeling, yeah, that also feels like the like millionaire industrial com- complex yes. too, because mm-hmm. it's like Randy totally. Gerber and Cindy Crawford and say, George the Clooney. Clooney of it all. It's the Clooney yeah. of yeah. it all. Because the sexiest man, especially to that gener- you know, to that generation of yes. people for whom George Clooney has been the sexiest man for decades. It's like, oh, he's selling tequila right. now. Well, yeah. George. And then uh, what's what's homegirl uh, Lisa Barlow? On Real yeah. Housewives of Salt Lake, she's trying to push her tequila brand. Right. I'm, you're not gonna trick me, Lisa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not buying it. So just keep your keep your nasty tequila away from shots me. Shots at Lisa Barlow every I'll day. Take shots at Lisa Barlow all day. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I don't she care. She eats so much fast food in that car. Does she clean her car? I wonder. No, no. I don't no. care. You know that whole cast. I look at them. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, it's it's what amazing. It's uh, definitely a, an interesting turn. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is I believe it as a non-drinking <laughs> uh, cultural dummy. Right. I believe and, it. And as I searched, I was like, I'm just I need to make sure like what's happening with uh, with my tequila take. Seems like a lot of places do serve tequila. But please let me know if you're in a bar that does Zeitgang. I know there's some servers out there, people that work in clubs and things like that. If you do know about things you don't serve or won't serve, et cetera, because I'm always interested in that because I it's. You, you see it like in L.A., man. There's a lot of like racist huh. bar shit that you can tell just by what's big on the racism. wall. Very, you know very what I mean? big Rick Caruso energy. Oh, big Rick Caruso. Yeah, exactly. That's what you call Shout it. Shout out big- the local L.A. gang. Yeah. Nah, fuck him. Don't shout out Rick Caruso, bro. 
I'm shouting out the people who get the joke. Fuck. Rick oh, Russo. oh, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> shout out, shout out you, the conscious, uh, informed Angelinos or <laughs> as a LA very Jason localized people. joke. And I apologize for all our listeners outside of this wonderful city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, I uh, got to say, Laura, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you on the for Daily having Zeitgeist. me. I hope it's- I, uh, Rose to the level of uh, Zeitgeist Nation. You, you nailed transcended. It. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, you, from from Great. from the bottom to the top, you know. Well, can I, can I endorse you? Can I use that as an endorsement on my LinkedIn? Because I will. Yeah. Yes. I would Great. be honored Perfect. to be Done. amongst those names I have actually heard of. And then people be like, who the fuck is Mike? <laughs> right? the fuck is that? <laughs> the Daily What? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. We're good for a reference. We write a great letter. <laughs> Okay, yeah, perfect. if you need an apartment, pretend to be anybody on the phone. Yeah. Can you Zeit put game. top secret as a watermark on the document that you send? Yes. Please? That's really helpful. Okay. Yes. Got a big rubber and I'll redact number. parts of it. Yeah. Mm. And I'll put like perfect. Department of Defense on the bottom just so they know like <laughs> this is like a heavy endorsement. Like from the office of Cheney. Yeah, from, exactly. Don't exactly. specify. From Brain of Cheney. <laughs> brain, this brain of now. But yeah, Laura, where can people find you, follow you, listen to you? And what is a tweet uh, that you've been liking? Well, a tweet that I've been liking is someone was talking about the 10 years of perfecting the Crunchwrap Supreme. I could not find that exact tweet. You may know what I'm talking about. It went viral. Uh And it was like, I've been high for 10 years and I've made the Crunchwrap Supreme each time and I knew how to make it. And so my husband and I saw it and we're like, we're making that for the baby. That was great. (laughs) Wow. So I like that. You can find me on Twitter at LR Mayer. And you can see my absolutely torched uh, exercise in trying to sell out at shameless.biz, B-I-Z. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love that. Nailed the domain. Daniel, you're the DJ. Sure. Yes. And you're a great co-host. Thank you so much, my man. Um, where can people find you and follow you, support you, and what's a tweet that you like? Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Great to see your face again. All of these faces. Oh, wonderful. It's been too long. Um, you can find me on all the social medias at DJ underscore Daniel, D-A-N-L. You can find me on Twitch three times a week, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. If you're listening to this on Monday, I'll be live Wednesday, baby, 7 p.m. Uh, yeah, doing the dang thing. And a tweet that I like. This is from hum- Jamala Peño at Hot Jamal. Calvin Harris tracks be like, match my vibe featuring Celine Dion, Lil Baby, and Harry Potter. <laughs> I love a little EDM. Love the Cal EDM featuring joke right there. Yeah, it's always you're like, what? What? How? (laughs) All right, all right. Who did Calvin call for this one? Uh, Some tweets I like. Let me see. First up, uh, from Andrew T at Andrew T T I uh, tweeted, "Who called it streaming services and not the winter of all this content?" That was so, so good. Very Andrew T. Dad joke of him, and I love that. Uh, also, uh, this is from at R, at A-R-R, tweeted, the new rule for documentaries is whenever a person is talking, you have to show their name bio blurb every single time. Every time. Every time. I am not going to remember who you are. <laughs> I am old and stupid. My brain is a ball of hair and teeth. <laughs> and I feel that. Especially when they're, like, complex. You're like, yeah. You have so many titles. How am I going to remember that each yeah. time your face pops up on the screen? I won't. Because then it turns into like a chorus of like shit talking, like the main subject. And like, I don't know. They all saying this person's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> hard to get the context from it. Uh, and then Ashley Ray at the Ashley Ray tweeted, we can be mad at Discovery Plus without shit talking the 90 day fiance universe. They didn't ask for this to happen. I squarely agree. Say that. Say that, Say that. part. One more at JJ.biz tweeted <laughs> Discovery plus this HBO max that how about you HBO go to the polls <laughs> JJ okay. shout out JJ JJ 
I love that, dude. You can find me at Miles of Gray (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. That's our NBA podcast. And like I said, you like weed? You like 90 Day Fiance? You like to hear me yell? Well, guess what? I have a fucking podcast called 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. And you can check that out on the weekly. We also, we also, guess what? We stream that shit on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. Oh, shit. The live streams are absolutely bananas. Fire. Fire. If you, I'm telling you. There are many dimensions. I've, I can take multitudes. If you're if you're used to hearing me on Zeitgeist, that's one thing. Hear me on 420 Day Fiance, you're like, what happened to this man? <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and also check us out at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, where we post all the articles we talk about, as well as a song we write out on. Channel, you know what we're gonna write out on. I absolutely do know what we're gonna write out. Because we wrote in on it. You please call it out. Okay, this is from Fred again, Mm. who is slowly becoming one of my favorite new DJ producers out there. So excited! And this is a track with a kind of Calvin Harris esque featuring featuring Swedish House Mafia and Future. Uh, It's called "Turn On the Lights Again" with an ellipsis. It's from Fred again, and it's just uh, look. It's like one of these dance tracks that have me feeling like a lot is okay in the world. Yeah. And you can just do finger guns and just kind of body roll. With it. Uh, you will enjoy it. And if you don't you like will. electronic music, just give it a shot. You know, give it a shot anyway. Like, and if you yeah, don't like that, go listen to Actual Life. His album before that he released before this in 2021. Yes. Incredible scenes. Incredible Actual scenes. Life. Yes. Very good. Very talented artist. Mm. Fred again. Swedish House Mafia and Future. So anyway, check those out. We'll be back later to tell you what's trending. Until then, oh, just so you know, Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts for free. Because we don't put, we don't paywall stuff. Come on now. Get that for free 99. But you'll just have to hear me talk about LASIK all day. All right. Tell you what's trending later on. We'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? 
Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.